Shanghai Chronicles, Shanghai Chronicles, hey, Shanghai Chronicles, hey, Shanghai Chronicles, hey, Shanghai Chronicles, hey, Papa, cause it's Shanghai Chronicles, hey, Papa, cause it's Shanghai Chronicles, hey, I got the tea, I got the tea, I got the tea, if you don't pop it with me, he, I got the tea, 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 Hey good people, welcome to Shanghai Chronicles episode 76, Motivation. I hope everyone had a good work week and you're ready for the weekend to get some things popping. I know a lot of us are still mourning the death of the great Nipsey Hussle. So while you guys are going to all the different memorials, if you're in LA, DC, Houston, Atlanta, wherever, just make sure you be safe and you're out there for the good cause to celebrate my man. So let's get into Damn America. So Damn America, did Mayor Catherine Pugh make the wrong deal? Members of Congress are asking her to step down. So... This is probably a funny story. I was watching Empire on Wednesday, and normally, like, Channel 5 News is my news channel. It would give me all news from D.C. and Maryland, Virginia. And then I looked up, and I'm like, Channel 45, Baltimore? Why the fuck is this on my channel? Like, I'm not even, I don't even live in Baltimore. I live in, like, PG County. So I'm looking, and like, breaking news. Catherine Pugh, she went through, you know, this major deal. And I'm just like, major deal? Like, what the fuck she do? So, apparently, like, she has this healthy Holly books. And she sold them. And I guess it's like a big controversy over, you know, how she sold them and the money that she, you know, made from them. So, the thing is, I was talking to one of my homegirls, um, y'all probably know her from the show, Danielle, and she was just basically like, look, this is crazy. And I and I even um, talked to some of my other friends from Baltimore, too, just to get like an inside scoop, like not an inside scoop, but just like how I can wrap my head around this to think of this. So it kind of basically sounds like she tried to do what the white people do make a deal, make a bad deal under the table and it didn't work in her favor. So now it's like she's going to be the scapegoat. Everyone's pointing their finger at her. She's going to one that's going to, you know, go down for it. Um, and I guess too, there's like different organizations or different groups you can be a part of. I think it was something like the UMMM, UMMS or something like that, that, you know, is calling further step down to and it, you know it's a lot of people that's involved with that that um has some underhand and dirty shit going on and it just sucks because with politics now it's like who can the people trust who can we trust we 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 do our research we vote these people in we think that they have the city's best interests at hand but it's like they also are just kind of being greedy thinking about money thinking about how they can get ahead without really doing things for the city so it's just like you know 
what do we do next? Um, a lot of Congress people are asking for her to step down. I know she was like out sick because she had pneumonia and she was like taking a leave of absence. So I wonder, is this leave of absence because of everything that has gone down? Um, the acting mayor, I forgot his name, but he was kind of basically on a television screen, kind of just like, oh, well, you know, we're going to go over all these contracts. We're going to investigate this. We're going to investigate that. So it's like now it's like she's under investigation because all of these allegations then came out. And it's just like we're going to forget whatever she had in place for the city or whatever she has done for the city thus far. Like we're not even going to mention any of that. And another thing I had brought up in conversation with my homegirl, I was just like, you know, black women... When we are in power of position, there's always something that either distracts us or wants to bring us down. And I don't know if people know, but Chicago got their first black mayor and she's also gay. And I feel like that is going to be a hard position for her because of one, just the male dominant politics and two I feel like a lot of issues that she's going to try to get across are going to be kind of shot down they're not going to agree they're just going to be like oh she doesn't really you know they're going to look at I feel like they're going to look at her like she's not educated like she's not informed and I feel like with this Catherine Pugh situation I just feel like this this right here was just a way to kind of like get her out I feel like it's like, I don't know if I feel like it's like a plot against her because people weren't satisfied with her. I'm not sure. Um, but I know that it's, I know that it's fucked up. Um, we also, when I say we, black people, we have to understand that we're on a different caliber than white people, than Anglo-Saxon, Tamar would say. <laughs> we're on a different caliber because the things that we think that we can do that they do we can't do just like vice versa if we say to them oh they think they can you know wear their hair in braids like they want to do what we can do but they can't do it with their hair or something like that you know it's like we can't do the things that they do we can't do undercover dirty shit and think that it would never blow up in our face because at the end of the day they're always going to find someone to be that scapegoat and unfortunately it's going to be us we're going to be the scapegoat they're not going to have themselves or have one of their people be the scapegoat that's not how it's going to happen that's not how it's going to go down I feel as though she probably felt that she was making the right choice. She probably felt that she was making the right deal and the deal just went bad. I mean things like that happen but the question is should she have been even entertaining it in the first place? That's the question. And I feel like if she had this whole, you know, book thing and, you know, these books were supposed to be uh, so much of a, you know, good nature, I don't know if she really, you know, did her due diligence as far as, like, making sure that, you know, she sold the books to the right agency, whatever the case may be. I think it was more so of like she had the devil on her shoulder. You know, how you have that devil behind you, that whisperer, that wisp that comes and just tells you to do the wrong shit. I think that's what was happening with her. Um, it's very unfortunate. I mean, she's sick. 
right now. I know having that pneumonia is, is it's tough because a lot of people are like, you know, dying from it. You know, they don't really come out of it. I know Whoopi Goldberg, she just, you know, had came back. So that's a lot. Um, I just don't know what to say. Like, I was really like astonished. Like, I was just like, okay, first of all, why the fuck is this on my TV channel 45? I don't even live in Baltimore. Like, I know I always play around, be like, oh, I'm from Towson, you know, but I don't live in Baltimore. And I couldn't understand why this news was brought to me. Like, why is this news brought to me in front of my face? And then, you know, I just had to like send text to my friends like, yo, what's going on? what's tea what's happening up in here like what's what's she doing so i feel like also too she ain't the only one that's gonna be going down as far as people that have been probably in some shit with this she ain't the only sister it's gonna be a couple of brothers it's gonna go down because yet again we need us as a scapegoat and i just pray you know for politics right now that Whoever we get, whoever, you know, is up for re-elections or whatever, you just do it because you feel it's the right thing to do. You do it because you want to see a change in your city or you do it because you want to see a change in the world. Don't let the greed and the money and the envy just take over your mind and your body and your soul and you just feel like, oh. If I did this, I could have got a hundred thousand dollars more. If I or if I did that, I could have. And if I'm like, just think about the people. Think about the people. Think about all the so-called promises that you've made to the people. Think about how you know you said you were gonna change this for the youth, and how you were gonna do this for education. Like, just think about those things before you try to be in some rinky-dinky ass bullshit ass. I'm going to get some money as deal. Like, think about that. Think about it. And, you know, a lot of people, like I said, they were on that. They were on the news and they were just like, look, she need to step down. She, she need to step down. And it just sucks because I think this is how, like, um, I was also um, talking um, to Danielle. She was saying, too, like, Sheila Dixon, this is how she got caught. Like, it's just a shame that the black woman gets caught up or the black person gets caught up because we just don't think about what is going to happen or the consequences or you know we're too busy trying to be with the joneses and shit and just not forgetting like hold up what's happening here um can't be with the joneses the joneses is gonna turn on our motherfucking asses like it's not gonna work with the joneses so you know they said she received a lot of like she they saying that she received like nearly eight hundred thousand dollars for her books from groups that have ties in the state and the local government. So what she did with the money, I don't know. Where the money went, I don't know. I just know they're like gonna be investigating like a hundred contracts that she probably done. I don't know. So all we can do right now is pray for her, pray for her health. Pray for her well-being. And pray that, uh, well, I can't pray that she still got a job because I don't know if she still got a job. I, I don't know how that works, but I know that uh, 
they calling for her to step down. So, I mean, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how the story unfolds. But that deal, honey, oh, honey, honey, it's just bad. It was just bad. It was just, it was just bad. It was a bad, probably under under table type deal, and it just really fucked you over. And they used you, unfortunately, as their scapegoat to take the take the business, take take all the heat. So, you know, hey. Uh, so now uh, let's get into. We lost another great king. So I know a lot of people are, like I said at the beginning of the show, are still, you know, mourning the death of Nippy. Um, I call him Nippy. I'm sorry, Nipsey Hussle. Um, this death has brought a lot of questions, a lot of concerns, um, even a lot of feedback. Um, I know for myself. I listen to Nipsey. I listen to his mixtapes. Crenshaw is a good one. Um, he got a, another, like, a song on one of the mixtapes. with like Drake. That joint was a good one. Uh, Rick Ross is on there a lot. YG. Um, so, a lot of good, you know, artists collaborate with him. In the beginning, when I, like, went on Instagram and I, like, saw all the posts, I had, like, said to my friends, I was like, you know, you know, what kills me is that, like, Nobody really showed him love while he was here. Like all all these photos now are just like coming coming about now. Like you know, nobody like really showed him any love. And excuse me, my friend was just basically like, "Well, you know, Shay, we don't know how other people are hurting. Like you know, we just can't classify like an IG post to you know be something to show you know love to someone." And then that's when I had a question myself and I was like, yo, do I do that? Like, I wonder, do I do that? Like, do I just show love to someone when something like happens to them or a special occasion? Like, why do I don't show love to my friends or people that I love on an everyday basis? Like, and I said to myself, you know, that should be a goal that I set for myself. Like, hey, it's just because it's, it's Monday, you know? Let me show love to my my good friends, like just just because it's Monday or Tuesday. Like, why don't I show them love every day? And then, why do I feel that an Instagram post defines and determines relationships? Like, does society really set that up that way for me to think that, or is that just me? And if it is, I really have to think about that because I've honestly let Instagram take over how I view people and my viewership of what I think about people and what I think about people relationships and what I probably think about people businesses like things like that and it's a shame that Instagram and Facebook and like all the social networks have really taken over perspectives of people and when I look at everything with Nipsey he was a really good dude um, he was a father, he was a black man, coming out of Crenshaw, coming out of a rough spot in L.A. I've never been to L.A., um, but from just, you know, seeing stories and just, you know, background, it's a pretty rough area. And for him to take something as far as coming from being in a gang, 
and educating himself. Because, you know, I think people think that, you know, these people are in gangs. They they're, they don't really know much. They're not educated. And I feel like majority of them, God rest their souls, they, you know, end up doing going to jail. And I feel like when they're in jail, all you have left to do to keep yourself, you know, motivated and keep yourself together is read. And when you read, you educate yourself and you bring your you bring your mind knowledge. And all this powerful things that he did in his city for the youth, for the community. It just makes you wonder and it just makes you think like what can I do you know what what are things that I can do to help my community or help you know other communities and I can't stop listening to his album and one thing I've noticed about his album his album is not talking about fucking bitches and getting money his album is talking some deep shit and when it first came out, I listened to it. I was like, okay, this is a vibe. But now it's just like, yo, these songs are vibing extra harder now. Like they're vibing. Like they're really hitting home. I'm like really listening to the lyrics, okay? You know, he's saying like, you know, he ain't gonna work for no white man. He gonna have his own man. Like these are the things that are like coming out to me and I'm listening to them. And it's really, it's powerful. And he was a powerful voice. And it's a shame that, you know, he lost his life in his own neighborhood to a neighborhood that he went back to to uplift, to bring it to some type of substance instead of them taking it and, and trying to gentrify it and make it something that people uh, do not know. And a lot of people had a lot of conspiracy theories around, you know, the death at first, you know, um during conversation people were saying you know they think it was like a hitman job and I'm just like no I really think it's some street shit and then when I looked at the person that they caught and I looked at him and I was just like something ain't right like you know and then when I looked at him behind the glass when he was in court and Chris Darton is representing him God rest his soul. And I just, and I'm looking at him like, this nigga look crazy. Like, something is off with him. And then, you know, with so many conversations going around, like, you know, saying like, oh, Nipsey was like, oh, you a snitch. Why are you around here? And now I'm starting to believe like, you know, that wasn't probably even the story. Because just based off an article I read, his brother damn near watched him die. Um... Got the call, raced there, called 911, did CPR on them, everything. And his brother was just like, this is either out of jealousy or this was a hitman job, just based off of the execution at the shooting. And when I did read on the person that killed him, He's been in jail for murdering somebody. He's been in jail for domestic violence. So it's like he got out early because I guess he cooperated with police. So he probably gave the police something, snitching. And he 
went there a couple of days before they like so you know certain things are now starting to like add up and one thing i can say if the real truth comes out that this boy was sent by the government to do this shit la is going to be like it was back in the 60s when uh rodney um the king guy like it's 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 going to be horrible and the riots are going to be crazy and right now all gangs all different sets they're coming together and i feel like that's what nipsey wanted that's what he dreamed of that's what he wanted to talk to police about the day after you know like it's just certain things that are just happening in place now and the only thing i can say is like you know that's nipsey that's his angel bringing everything together and that's God and I just feel that at this time because you know I'm I'm still mourning this like he you know he's not one of my you know he wasn't like a favorite artist of mine but he was somebody I listened to like he was somebody I listened to I, I was looking like okay he's doing stem change like he was really into some stuff and it was crazy because like I never looked at Lauren London and him like they were never on my radar as like the couple that I looked at I was just like oh okay she's with him I'm still mad at the bitch because she's fucking had a baby by Wayne like what the fuck she think like I'm still on that type of shit but then like when I look back now and I see all the photos of them. I'm just like, wow. This black love, they beautiful. I've never seen shit in the media. Y'all know I live for tea. I've never seen nothing in the media about him cheating. Nothing. Everything in the media for him was success. Everything in the media for him was motivation. And I'm just really taken back. It's probably going to take me a while to grasp it. But what I have to say to all my young brothers and all my black men, we have to do better. We have to support each other. We have to make sure that you are your brother's keeper. You have to make sure that you're out here on the right path. You have to make sure that you fulfill your dreams. You have to make sure that you are the best father and the best brother and the best son that you can be. Because unfortunately, the world is against you. The world is against your mother, your daughter, your sister. The world is against your skin color. And it's just unfortunate that we have to bring kids up in situations like this. We have to tell our kids, you know, make sure that you're polite to the all. Like, it's, it's, it's a shame that we even have to bring these stories into our household and somewhat train our kids of how to live in the world. A world that's supposed to be a freeness. And I just, you know, just tell all my brothers, like, listen keep your head up be powerful you know gather all your brothers and just you know lead the way don't 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 always look for the narrative don't always be that narrative change the narrative make the make their narrative a narrative that you don't want to be a part of make their narrative 
demolish their narrative. Have your narrative oversee their narrative. And I just hope that with this whole Nipsey thing that it changes the hip hop community, it changes the black community, and it just changes everything around us. And even though, you know, this I felt like I'm like I'm thinking like, yo, this this is gonna die out because this is how, you know, social media media does this dies out and we're on something else but this is key this is continue continuous and continue uh growing in all areas of the world and i'm fortunate that i'm able to take from him different keys different um you know leadership different uh wisdom and motivation like he just looking at things that he did like an article I read on Karen Civil's website I was just reading through everything and I'm just like looking like wow this this man was powerful like he was a powerful voice like he did all of this and I just felt like yo I can do anything that I want I just gotta stay motivated I just got to keep a good circle behind me. Like, I just need, like, just reading that article just put an oomph in my back. Like, it just made me feel like I was just like, oh, I'm that bitch. Like, I look at this and I look at this as inspiration. I look at this as Nipsey is an angel watching down on all of us, making sure that all of us are going in the right path, making sure that, you know, we respect each other, if anything. And I say to this, like, I, I pray for his family, his friends, you know, loved ones. But I just pray that everyone can be able to continue their goals and continue their paths in the world and also continue to be humble and um i know they're like the funeral they they said that they are looking for bigger venues so i like i think the rumor right now is that it might be at the staples center that's huge huge cuz the last person who had something at a big venue was michael jackson so you can just imagine imagine everything that he has on the community in la that the staples center is allowing this to happen so I just pray for his family. I pray for Lauren London and I just pray for LA. I pray for his neighborhood. I pray for change and I pray that this will be uh, an opening light for us in the black community, an open light for um, our black brothers and uh, sisters, but most importantly, our black, our black brothers. So I just pray that we learn from this and we keep growing from this and we just, you know, learn how to uplift each other instead of, you know, hating on each other. We learn how to support each other and we learn how to continue our goals and open up that black business and, you know, do whatever you feel that you're here to do. And, you know, I, I just, uh, this one hit home. Like, I'm not even going to front. It hit home. It's still hitting home for me. And it, it's probably going to take a while for, you know, this to, you know, be okay. But um, I, I think it is okay. I think Nipsey is shining down and he's letting us know, like, look, y'all riding. Y'all really riding for me and I love the love. So 
Um, and just another thing, like don't let Instagram like determine your fate with someone. Don't let a post determine your fate with someone. Like that's a goal that I set for myself that I'm not going to determine or have Instagram determine relationships or things for me. So, uh, we'll just close it out and just say, you know, just, just make sure you motivate yourself, hustle and motivation. Like that's my key song right now on the album. Like that's my shit. So, um, we just pray for his family and pray for all his, you know, friends and especially pray for Lauren and the kids. So, hey, uh, so damn America, Catherine, Hugh, girl, we're going to pray for you too. Um, we just hope that everything goes in your favor because it was just a bad situation for you at a bad time. So, you know, we're going to pray for you. And then also, damn America, we lost another great king. Rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle. And we love you. So let's get into our rising stars. Our rising star, we have Siobhan Charles. She's 28 years old. So she is Instagram's first music and youth culture hire in 2015. Uh, she oversees global music and youth culture communications. She created Instagram's first ever Black History Month program in 2018, which reached more than 19 million on Instagram and featured a series of first-time initiatives, including a hashtag Black Girl Magic partnership with Spotify and the launch of hashtag Celebrate Black Creatives program. So shout out to Siobhan Charles. She is 28 years old and she is from Los Angeles, California. Okay. All right, y'all. So let's get into the shits. Let's get into the tea. Let's twerk. Okay. Okay. Even though Nipsey ain't got nothing on his album that we can twerk to, but he got a little nice little beat. You can do a little bop, okay? Do a little bop, bop. So, rumor has it that Beyonce is working on a Netflix special and music. So, um, the Netflix special, because I told y'all previous shows before that she was going to be doing something with Netflix. So, basically, with the Netflix special, she is going to be giving us, like, I think a glimpse of, like, Coachella is going to be on there, um... I don't know if like I'll be making of her album. I'm not sure, but I'm sure everyone can't wait because the last kind of DVD or something that we have from Beyonce was um, the HBO thing, and then you know she also got her like her concerts on DVDs or whatever. Um, the music, I don't know about the music. She's talking about some shit like she's gonna combine old mixes and new. I, the old shit I don't need. Be I don't need it. I don't want it. I can just go back and listen to it. I don't want this on no new shit. Okay. Um, also, she has a deal with Adidas that's coming out. Now, with that Adidas deal, she did go to Reebok and she let Reebok know, you know, look, none of these people in here look like me, so they can't be creating my shit. And that's what I'm talking about, B. But now with this Adidas shit, um, I had this conversation with my homegirl too. B, can you make sure you get this shit right? Um, make sure it's affordable. We don't want nothing for fifteen thousand dollars, and bitches can't wear it. Um, please don't give us a shoe wedge, cause I had, you know, when I I had that come to mind. Uh, mama knows cannot be in this shit. Okay, we don't want no country shit. So. If anything, get Solange in there. Give us some, you know, prints, creativity, some leopard, something. Hell, bring Jay in there. Give us some, you know, New York's, you know, swag, something of that caliber. But uh, please make sure the shoe is cute. Please make sure the cute is affordable. 
Okay. Affordable. Okay. We don't want no fucking... I mean, it's already bad enough. Yeezy making us pay $300. And, you know, he got some cute shit coming. So, you know, probably keep it around that price structure. Okay. Um, But, you know. And speaking of the Carters, somebody's getting fired because somebody linked those twins. Now, bitch, we've been waiting for them for a long time. We've been fucking patient. Okay. And I'm just saying, thank you to whoever gave us that photo. Okay. Because it's beautiful. It's beautiful. The kids look amazing. But I know one thing. They probably fired. They need to go to the unemployment line. They need to get them uh, hella applications because they ain't got no job. No job. So, but we appreciate you. We loved you for, you know, showing us that good, 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 good picture. But, uh, sis or bro, was it worth it? Cause your ass ain't got no job now. You ain't getting paid. You ain't no payroll. You ain't getting shit. Cause that picture is leaked. Okay. Okay. And you know, room control too, y'all. Beyonce is looking pregnant. And, um, you know, she already gave us music before pregnant. So it's not like we haven't had pregnant, you know, Beyonce. So the, the music is going to be a little bit more different. I guarantee you that. Um, don't, no more performances is coming either. So y'all better prepare your asses for that. Probably not until another year or two. So we'll see. Also, the Braxton Family Values, they premiered. It was a good premiere. Um, they're going to cover a lot this season. Birdman and Tony are not broken up. I feel like they have eloped and got married. And that's fine. Uh, Tamar is gushing and going crazy over this new man of hers. And he's he looks gay to me um he doesn't do it for me he's not giving me anything it's just nothing happening um she did say that like her and Vince have a good co-parent relationship it's damn near like a Anglo-Saxon type of relationship so I guess she tried to I guess she was insinuating that you know she thought it was going to be like the regular black people ghetto shit I don't know that's how I took it um the season is going to be fun. I mean, it's the Braxons. Trina's still annoying. Tracy is still there. I mean, it's it's the Braxons. I mean, I don't know, you know, it's the Braxons. That's all I can say. Like, it's the Braxons. You know, Tamar's there. She's Aggie. She's annoying. She's loud. Tony's there. She's cute. Like, it, it's just the Braxons. So, it was an okay season premiere. It wasn't anything like I died for, but I mean, it was it was it was cool. Um, doesn't like they're going to be against Tamar a much a lot this season. It's kind of like they're going to be coming together and you know being sisters. So we'll we'll get the feel with that. Um, Real Housewives of Atlanta premiere um, reunion is coming on tomorrow, and. Nene is kind of Nene this season has given me nothing but bullshit. She has used this husband because he's sick as her storyline, and she is just doing too much for me. She's crying, she's yelling and screaming how she wants support from the girls, and when shit happens, she don't know what to do. She got amnesia. She don't, you know, she busts out crying you know it's just crazy shit happening with her but the reunion is coming uh, a lot of people came at nini at the reunion 
Um, did she have her own based off of the previews? It looks like it. I'm not sure. Um, but I'm not riding with her this this season. I'm not riding with her this season. I have grown to love Portia. I have grown, uh, y'all know I love Shamari. I have grown to really love the other ladies. Um, Nene, Greg has um, did six months of chemo, so congratulations to Greg and God, you know, being his favor. But I just feel like this season was just not Nene's season. I feel like she should have set out. I feel like we didn't need her. I feel like she thinks the housewives needs her and the ratings will go up. No, the ratings were still the same, baby. Um, so we don't even really need you for next season. Um, she's mad at Kenya Moore, who knows why, all because she didn't send a text at a start. Like, it's just petty bullshit. And I feel like uh, Nene should kind of do away with the show. Like I said, we don't need her. The ratings are still the same. Nothing changed. But that reunion, baby. Baby. It's a lot of reads on that reunion. But that read is going to be, whoo, it's something. Um, But, you know, storylines were good from everyone else. But Nene just kept that husband storyline. Like, that storyline really took me down. And I really wasn't a fan of it at all. But, hey. Um, Love a hip-hop premiere. Moniece and Scrap are together. It's a storyline, people. The storyline. Okay? She doesn't really like Dick. She has went back to her girlfriend. They were on Instagram Live together. So this is all for a storyline. Everything that you're going to watch is for a storyline with Mona Scott. And I honestly, honestly cannot wait till she feels like these franchises are not doing her any good. And it's just over. Over. Like, why would we sign? Why would these people sign up for these scripted ass fucking storylines? Like, how much are you getting paid per episode to be on TV doing some fake shit? Like, these relationships are fake. These fucking children may be not even people's kids. Like, this shit right here doesn't make any fucking sense. Monice is talented. Monice can sing. Monice's oh, baby father is nobody really that we oh, we care about him. But I mean, he ain't shit, little fizz. I mean, like, come on. You have shit going. And now you're going to use the ex-convent. And they're using the storyline that y'all was on FaceTime with each other for a while. Like, the storyline don't even add up. It's not even a good storyline. It's not even juicy. It's just there. It's just like, oh, okay. We're going to use Moniece. Oh, she want to get out her contract in LA? Oh, no, bitch. Get in a contract for Atlanta. Like, what the fuck? It's just dumb. It's just dumb. Um, I don't understand it. I really would love for Mona to really do away with these franchises. Like, really do away with them. Really do away with them. But um, the acting, like... The acting is hilarious to me because I feel like, are they in front of the camera and they just be like, action? And then they just go in like, shit is crazy. I don't, I don't fucking know. But um, I just want to ask Mona Scott a good question. Like, Mona, when will this? be over like when are you going to let this rain like we don't need 15 seasons of love and hip-hop we don't need you know 18 like we don't need it at all i don't think we want it at all um so the kardashian sisters on jimmy kimmel and he basically asked chloe like you know 
are you ever gonna stop dating basketball players? Basically asking a bitch like, look, bitch, are you ever gonna start dating black guys? Cause you clearly are not getting it with the black dudes. And you know, her response is like, you know, she like what she like. No, bitch. You need to leave the next leave the brothers alone. They don't want you. They want you for a split second, but then it's like some shit gets tied up with you. Like, bitch, they don't want you. And now, you know, you're doing these cryptid ass messages on Instagram and you're heartbroken. Let me tell you something. You wanted the nigga. And then you got to deal with what the black women go through every day with the nigga. Okay. They go through it every day. All right. Okay. So you were so pressed. And you want to be black and, you know, do the culture appropriation. Like, you wanted all of that. Now, you got to deal with the nigga. So, just know that it comes with baggage. It comes with consequences. Like, that's just what this nigga spring, okay? Um, Like your grandmother told you, MJ told you on the show. MJ told her on the show one day. She was like, look, date you a regular dude. Date you an accountant. Date you a teacher. Thank you somebody who work at Wendy's. I don't know, bitch. But these black men and these basketball players is not working for you at all. And you guess to believe it that Tristan and put a fucking halt on that coochie. Cause every basketball player friend that he's friends with, he probably done told all the fucking business to. And none of them is gonna wanna mess with you. Not one. If they do. It's because they desperate and they need some fame and some clout to their name. Other than that, they not going to want you, boo. They not going to want you, boo. Now, focus on true. Focus on being the best mother you can be, okay? Because I already know Tristan going to put you through some shit. Y'all co-parenting is going to be some ghetto-ass shit, okay? Ghetto-ass shit. Because he don't look like he don't want to even be nowhere near your ass. So, I, I think it's time, sis. I think it's time to give the black dick up. I know it's probably the best thing you ever experienced. But I think it's time to leave it alone. And, um, you know, we do a lot of prayer on the show now. So we can just pray uh, to God that Khloe Kardashian finds somebody that is not black, Lord Jesus. That she finds somebody who's not even mixed, Lord Jesus. We don't even want them to be, you know, mixed with a little bit of white. We don't even want them to be mala. We don't want them to be an Oreo, Jesus. We just want them to be whatever it is. But not black. Okay, we just want him to be Anglo-Saxon. He can be Chinese. He can be Japanese. He can be European. Who cares? Long as he's not black, Lord Jesus. And in your name, we pray for Khloe Kardashian, Lord, that she does not go back around the, you know, back down that path to the black man, Lord. That she just, you know, just decides to drive another way, Lord Jesus. Woo! Thank you, Lord. Okay, so... Oh, God. So, you know, Wendy has been in the story, y'all. And I told y'all how I felt like Wendy should just get rid of her show. Throw it away. Give it to Nick Cannon at this point. We just, the shit is just embarrassing. Now the husband gives her with a $40,000 watch. But the real gag is, did he get his side girl a push gift? Because if he got the side girl push gift and a push gift is better than a watch, then you know something ain't right there. So I'm thinking that he got the side girl push gift and probably bought her something extravagant with Wendy's money 
and probably is hiding damn near the receipts because he know Wendy is going through some shit right now where she's just getting high and she can't take, you know, she, she can't take certain shit. She's going to therapy and all this other shit. But that's the gag. Did he get a push gift? So let's think of different things that can be push gifts. Let's see, we got cars. We got a uh, mansions. We got uh, a business. We got a... Uh, a job at Wendy's show. Uh, we got a lot of things that can be push gifts. So if we had to narrow it down by all the four that we named, we'll just do our top two. So our top two will probably be a car and a job at Wendy's show. A job at Wendy's show is probably pushing it, but you know, the agony is that bitch, I'm going to see you every day. <laughs> I'm going to see you every day. Fuck it. I'm your worst nightmare. I got a baby by the sticker, and we just gonna be one big happy family, and I'm gonna work with you too, bitch. Now, listen. Is he able to grant these push gifts? I don't know. Was he able to grant the $40,000 watch? Yes, he was. Um, did he give the $40,000 watch because he loves Wendy? Hell no. Um, what would Wendy do? Okay, now that's when we bring back WWWDO. What would Wendy do? We don't know. So just hashtag it. Hashtag WWWDO. And just ask, like, just just ask Wendy. Because at this point, I'm confused. I'm confused. Um, She's riding around a Walmart in the goddamn handicapped uh, little car, scooters. I, I don't know what's going on with her. Okay? Um, What I do know is this. There was a push gift. And you best to believe that the push gift was beautiful, okay? It was the best thing going, the best thing rocking. And can nobody tell me otherwise, okay? Okay. Um, hmm. Another thing, too, um, I saw on... <laughs> so, you know, Diddy, he's, you know, keep putting stuff up about Kim Porter and how, you know, he should have married her and it's, you know, too late. Diddy... Diddy, my man, my man Diddy. This is all for show, Diddy. Okay, you know damn well that you out here tricking it. Okay, we done seen you, or I have seen you with a couple of bitches on the times lines. Okay, all right, and you ain't thoughts about no love for no Kim Porter. Now some may say that he's using, you know, these women because he's still mourning. Okay, we, we can give him half of that. But at the end of it all, you wasn't even worried, you know, you wasn't even worried about marrying Cassie. You just not, just take it as you're not the marrying type of nigga. There are some niggas out here that's not marriage material. And at the end of the day, Diddy, I mean, it's just like the saying goes, like you, you, you should give people their flowers while they're here and you didn't give her none, none. You ain't give her none. So, you know, now you online, you want us to have a little bit of sympathy. I don't really have any for you. I tried to, like, you know, dig some down deep in my heart. I tried to go buy some. I couldn't even buy no sympathy for you. I can do shit. Um, so, the only thing that I could get for you was I could get, like, a shirt made for you that says hashtag black men do cheat or I can get you a shirt like hashtag this is a bunch of bullshit but you know I didn't know if you wanted it to be um 
you know, if you wanted your designers to create it because you want the Sean, you know, the Sean John shit in the tag. I didn't know. Um, so I just wait on that. But um, what you're not going to do, Diddy, is bring me down like this. Okay. You're not going to bring me down like this. I'm not going to entertain this shit. And you're just not going to get that from me. So um, we just going to also you know, say a prayer for you as well. Um, we're not going to do it here because we did enough with Chloe praying. So we'll just save it. I I'll just send a message to Kanye when he does his Coachella Easter performance. And I'll just let him know to pray for you while they do the Easter Sunday service since they got kicked out the neighborhood. Now, Kanye didn't got kicked out the neighborhood, y'all, because the neighborhood people said that it was too loud and it was doing too much. So now that they moved the church service, Church service has been moved. If you did not get the, um, you know, the memo in the church bulletin, the church has been moved. It has been moved to Coachella on Sunday for Easter. Okay. Now, all donations that they take for church when they take the tithes, I believe it goes to some type of foundation. I don't know. Now, I don't even know if they take tithes. Um, I don't know what type of church this is. Um, it looks like this is just like a musical type of church because they just do music. I don't see anyone out there giving any sermons. Um, but this just makes Kanye feel good. He's in his element. I mean, North is there shaking her ass like a tail feather. Lord, have, bless her soul. Because um, she shouldn't be shaking her ass like that in church if this is real church. Um, do we want to see this continue? I don't know. Um... Would I attend the church? Hell no. Um, it's not really church. It, it's more so like it's a um, it's a uh, it's almost like a sister act. Like it's just a uh, it's just a choir. Like uh, and Kanye is Whoopi Goldberg and he's the director. Like this is not uh, this is not church service. So I don't know. Um. Easter Sunday is a big deal. Uh, I just just wonder how that's going to play out. Um, so I guess we got to stay tuned with that because I'm I'm really taken back with that one. I don't really know how it's going to play out. I, I I thought about it in my head and it just didn't all come together. So I'm not sure. Um, yeah, I'm not I'm not 100 sure with that. I don't know what is going on with that, but. Hopefully Kanye will give us some good music. I don't know. I don't know why Coachella. I, oh, mm, mm, mm. Peace be with him, Lord, because that's all I can say. That's all I can say is peace be with him. So we twerked, and I feel like the twerking has did uh, numbers for us. So we have really did a good job. Uh, we broke our backs. We popped it a little bit. We swung it all around. We, we did all of that. Um, so what you won't do, Azalea Banks, is look like who shot John and forgot to kill. Now that IG picture that is floating around of her, she looks fucking crazy. I don't know what 
is going on. I don't know where she got it from, how she got it, what she used to get. Like, she looks horrible. And the fact that she even posted that on Instagram, I don't know if she was ready to battle with people, if she was just, you know, wanting to fight. I don't know what it is, but she, she looks horrible, okay? She looks bad. And where are these people publicists? Like, she should be ashamed of herself that she's even allowing this picture to be out like this. But who the fuck am I? Who the fuck am I? But you're looking like who shot John and forgot to kill, girl. It's horrible. You need to take it down. You really do. And Omari Hardwick is what you won't do is double kiss Beyonce because the beehive is super protective. Now, you know the beehive is going to tear that ass up. You went back and had one kiss on the cheek, and then you went back and had another. Now, nigga. Now, we know you ain't got no black juice at home, okay? Now, oh no, I mean, come on now. And and Jay was standing right. Like, I, I didn't take the kiss the wrong way. It was just looking like, okay, he kissed her on the cheek. But, you know, her... The lips were a little close. Like it, it was a little close. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna front. But I mean, he went back for more. But you know, the beehive is super protective. They tore his ass up about it, and they went off. But you know, that's what you won't do. Okay. So what you won't do, Azalea Banks, is look like who shot John and forgot to kill girl, because that picture is hideous. I had a double take. I was like, what the fuck is that? What the fuck? I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I was terrified. And what you won't do, Amari Hardwick, is double kiss Beyonce. You know the beehive is super protective. Okay? They would have fucking wasp and everything all over your car. If you're allergic and shit, the bees are coming for you. So, you know, just, you know, think twice about that. You know, it's, 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 um... It's a very strong movement, okay? And they will tear your ass down, all righty? So, uh, yeah, you probably don't want to do that again. Um, so, this is episode 76. This is motivation. Um, I hope everyone has a good weekend. Um, I hope everyone, if you're going to any memorials for Nipsey, that you are safe, especially if you live in California. Um, I just want to say that you guys can check out all episodes on all platforms SoundCloud, Spotify, uh, Google Play, iTunes. Also check out my Instagram, which is Shanghai87. That's my personal one. And then uh, it's Shanghai underscore Chronicles. So make sure you guys check that out. Yet again, I hope everyone has a good weekend. I'm going to play my favorite song to rest in peace for Nip, everybody. So, hey, have a good weekend.
my name all in the news. Tripping on all of my moves. Quote me on this, got a lot more to prove. Remember, I came in this bitch, fresh out the county with nothing to lose. Dressed to whom and make it sound. I don't do this for nothing. No. 